0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. the Dork Podcast. Is Rich
1: Keith. It's the Dork Podcast. Davey. the Dork Podcast. It's hashtag hashtag Dort Podcast. Shut up.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Durden, no, Rurden Von Durden. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan
1: Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm all right. Long weekend, styly, you know? We're doing okay here. Mm-hmm. Doing all right. Figure, you know, how are you doing?
0: Uh, good. You know, my house is still a fucking disaster. It's in shambles over here, but we're doing the best we can. That's just a and shame. It's, it stinks I'm so, I'm so bad. I'm sorry about that. Dude, It sucks so. it sucks so bad so bad we have a lot of stuff we need to fix we have a lot of things we need to get done and i don't know the long weekend's not helping let's just say that
1: (laughs) all right and like you said you got you got nothing going on you don't have two small kids or anything who don't need to be breathing in mold or anything right correct
0: and also well the mold's gone the floors have been ripped up now it's a matter of getting new floors put back down and then all the other stuff that's going to go with that, we also may or may not need a new uh, AC s- whole setup, central air thing. Might need a new one of those. And those, there's are giving those
1: away too. By the way, oh, oh yeah, those those don't cost a. a you can get yeah. you know, so if swing any, a dead cat, and hit one of those, right?
0: <laughs> if anybody out there is uh, really well off and they don't know what to do with their money and they want to loan me, not loan, give me thousands of American dollars, I will take those thousands of American dollars, but. Uh, until then it's just one foot in front of the other right? It's just you know one day at a time get up early lift all them weights that's i got i don't know all we can do it's all we can do and then i'm like so this is me this is my stupid head i'm like and and you know me i'm cheap and so like i know we have all these massive bills that we're gonna have to pay soon and then like on friday i'm like i'm gonna go to treehouse and spend a hundred dollars on beer like what a fucking idiot like just i don't need to do that why am i doing that well
1: you know what there's there's a level of self-care that we all need to <laughs> adhere to and yeah. i think if, no matter how you do it right i think you need to take care of, you can't take care of anyone else unless you take care of yourself first
0: especially this goddamn house i can't take you a know, house you pour
1: from an empty empty cup and you know what i think you're going to be better off if you're half in the shoot.
0: yes you know it eases it yeah not to get down yeah. a whole dark path but yeah it's it's helping all right let's get to this Well, Ryan, we got the third episode of the hit series Ahsoka. What did you think? Spoiler free on the third episode.
1: It's great. The show's great. It's humming.
0: Awesome. I would also, uh, I would guess to say, for those that did not watch Rebels, third episode kind of really figured it out like there's there was some stuff for people who watch the show you're like yeah no shit but i think they had to do that in order for everybody else to be like okay here we go like i might not know who these characters are but you're telling me how important they are where they're at this kind of whole thing and so they've really set it up nicely for the final five episodes of the season
1: they really have and it's going somewhere really cool um all the characters are like you're starting to like they're starting to feel familiar again which is nice yeah yeah Yeah, it's i uh, it.
0: It's pretty sweet. I'm loving I'm loving the show. Uh, we got a new teaser. Speaking of the uh, Disney uh, Enterprise, a new teaser for the Marvels. I feel like we've gotten a dozen of these.
1: And again, the more you show of this, the less I'm going to want to see it for some reason. So just like... See, I'm still in on it. And I get what you're saying. We have like, to be. I, I think we yeah. have to be. But, um, but
0: I kind of like... I thought Captain Marvel was pretty good. I actually kind of liked Ms. Marvel enough. And I think putting Bree Larson in a movie that is gonna lean real heavy comedy, I think can work. Like I think it's gonna I think she's
1: gonna be really, really good at it. Did you see her in between two ferns, the movie? Yes, of course. She's yeah, she's really funny.
0: <laughs> well, he also did a was this from the movie or is this a standalone with her?
1: I think like, it was from the movie. When like, there was a bunch of outtakes that oh, they did.
0: The one, the um, one, I think she does
1: yeah. have a sense of humor, and yes. I think she. Uh, she's good. Um, she's
0: funny in Captain Marvel, even
1: a little bit. And I think her assertive attitude is misconstrued sometimes. I think she's when she's being sarcastic mm-hmm. or tongue in cheek. I think people yeah. see it as like not being funny.
0: <laughs> what was the fucking galfinacus joke? He's like. It says here you get really uncomfortable around, like, personal questions. You're, very
1: private per- you're, you're a very, very private, private person. It's a two-parter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that true? And when did you get your first period? Right. And she just, like, burst <laughs> out laughing. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah no, I, I like her quite a bit. So I think we'll see because I'm not giving up on the MCU yet. I understand all the criticism for it. I know there's been a lot of, like, eh, stuff, including Secret Invasion, which was the last thing we got. That kind of sucked out loud. But overall, like, Guardians three was great. Spider Man three was great,
1: and uh, Into the Spider Verse was across the Spider Verse. Part one was great.
0: Yeah, but that's not MCU. I'm talking MCU stuff. They're not just like I, I think. Well, Loki season two will be pretty telling. If Loki mm-hmm. season two is good, then I think people might have to get back on board. If it stinks, that to, could I be. a I think I
1: have to watch Quantum Mania again.
0: See, I kinda liked Quantumania. I think I gave it like a four and a half, but like it wasn't. I think amazing. I have to
1: watch it again. Yeah. I think I gave it a four or a three and a half or something. I think I need to yeah. watch it again.
0: Yeah, that's on Disney Plus right now, right? You can sure watch is. you can
1: pop that. Can I so in here's remember what what did you call it the, the day that the daycare didn't give CC a cheeseburger? What did you call that? Should <laughs> I be mad? Yeah, I was mad. I was real mad. No, but do we it wasn't oh. should I bought this so Should I Be Mad? Yeah, do you want a quick side uh, update to that story? Tell me if this is bullshit. So we. Okay, so I have one for you too after that. Okay.
0: Just because you reminded me of this. So there was the whole, it was like Burger Gate. And if you missed this, yep. it was burger, like cookout day. Uh, it, like they had watermelon. And my daughter Cece, who's the sweetest little girl you'll ever see in your entire life, she asked for a burger. And the people there said, no, you brought a lunch. And so they made her eat her yogurt, which was her snack. And then she asked for watermelon and they said no. And she's not a liar at all. Like I know how some kids can fib or whatever. Like she straight up doesn't. And so that was alarming. And then we had a few conversations with a few of the teachers. And then at future cookouts, they kind of like were a little annoying about it. Where they were like, Got like, does she want what does she want? Does she want a burger? Does she want a burger? I'm like, Yeah, yeah, she wants a burger, whatever. How about this? So at the very end of the year, Mm -hmm. they send home a like mini little photo album of like the kids. It's like a little flip book with all pictures of her in class. Son of a bitch. Does one of them have her eating a burger in it? They fucking, that was on purpose. They did that on purpose. Yeah. They fucking did that on purpose.
1: Absolutely did. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. They did that on purpose. Anyway. So let's circle I guarantee you. They did. That's the level of pettiness of like day school people. Yeah. But I'll remember that. I'll remember that shit. She's not like, long for that place. Do you have any anyway. idea how yeah. much I'm paying? And I, again, this is coming from an educator. Yep. This is coming from an educator who works in a school that people pay to go to. Yeah. Do you have any idea how yep. much I'm paying you? Right. I'm paying this daycare. Yeah. To operate. Correct. And how much of that goes to you? Like that's the thing that's always in the back of my mind. Yep. Is like, is this a seventy thousand dollar education that I'm doing? That I'm putting out there <laughs> right now? Yeah. Right. Right. Some yeah. days it's not, and some days I have to recalibrate. And we're like, but okay, like, I gotta come just back. Give the kid a goddamn burger. And if she only had a yogurt, like, what's wrong with you?
0: And they're like, they told her like, that's your lunch, and she's like, what?
1: And then don't be like, I don't know the genders of everyone working with this daycare, but it doesn't matter. That what I'm about to say is genderless. Like, don't be cunty about it.
0: Right. Fucking hand out the burger. She wants two burgers. Give her two burgers. She's growing. She's a growing little kid.
1: Yeah, whatever. Okay, so here's where I'm pissed off right now. All right. Right. So, I work again. I work at a boarding school. I right. live on campus. We are told that we have Spectrum cable. Oh, they so fucking canceled Corn Cob TV. You fucking stepping on We're like, yeah, I'm fucking pissed off. I go yeah. to throw on my highlights in the morning ESPN, FX, Fox, FX, FX, FXX, Disney Channel, Disney Junior, gone. Everything. What? Like, what the Fuck. Like, this is like the cable provider that I am required to have. Right. And I There's can't you can do about fucking SportsCenter. It's the one thing I watch in the morning. That's it's it's like insane.
0: So no ESPN. So basically no, like, Disney, like, that no whole thing. No Disney,
1: so, Hulu, a- NBC, anything. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I saw people, Fox, were f- I mean. people lost
0: their minds because it was, like, week one of college football season. Yes. And they I were like. I
1: can't watch college football right now. Oh, my God. I can't God. watch NFL Countdown. I cannot watch. They got to figure that out. That's they it. and it's like we're, we're trying to figure it out that it's no. fair for our mm-hmm. customers. Like, fuck you. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to pay Disney no. so you, we don't get the sh- fucking channels. Like, that's what's going on. Like, don't put it on like, we're just trying to make this fair for you and like pander like you're like patronize me. Like, no, you're that's a fucking of shit.
0: Do you have the bundle? Do you have the ESPN plus Disney plus Hulu bundle? No, I got rid of it because I had ESPN.
1: Right. Yep. <laughs> but I do Son have I have the bundle that's Disney plus and Hulu.
0: Okay. I don't have yeah. ESPN plus. But yeah, so that so you can't get like fucking ESPN. Oh, no big deal. It's only like Monday night football. Like
1: <laughs> Monday night football and like I said, like college game day. Like mm-hmm. I can't watch that. Can't watch any college football.
0: Do you um, not have straight Fox like Fox 25? You don't have that now? Nope. So that's two games Nothing a week Fox. on Fox. Yep. Jesus H. Isn't that brutal? Wait till the Patriots game is on Fox. People will melt down. People will lose they their will, shit. Yeah. Spectrum. But now, dude,
1: like, I'm I never even like heard, a degenerate now.
0: I never even heard of Spectrum. I think my in-laws have Spectrum. And I, when, when Corn Cob TV got canceled and they said Spectrum canceled it, I thought it was, like, a made-up thing for the show. I didn't even know about no, it. It's, it's a real, it's a real thing. thing. And they don't have ESPN or Fox. Mm i will go great. And it's because we want to get a fair deal
1: for our customers. Oh, it's like, fuck you, you do a fair deal.
0: Like, How come
1: the rate goes up every single year? Like, that's Seriously, not fair. Out of your oh. goddamn minds. But that's why should I be pissed? I should be pissed. Yes. Right? Oh, my God. Not Kidney's only that, but like, the fact that my school, like the school campus is like requires that that's what we have. Yeah, you're gonna
0: have to go up to the big boss and be like, "Listen, we need to, we need to pivot. We
1: need to go." Isn't like it's like a regional thing too? It's like a neighborhood thing or like a town thing? Is it like don't they like broker a deal? I don't know. I think you can't get Comcast. Like you can't
0: see when I moved in, our house was hooked up for maybe FiOS, and then we were already an Xfinity customer, and then we got so we have Xfinity here, but maybe like maybe we don't have a million options. I'm not sure, but.
1: Well, this is the other thing too. Is like this is campus wide. Yeah, like, yeah. The school pays. Oh no, you're locked spectrum. in. Yeah, yeah. No, I get. So it. I'm locked in. Yeah. Like I can't go to my CFO and be like, "Hey, man, we should really <laughs> switch the cable so I can watch football." All
0: of a sudden, Davey's outside of the dorm putting a satellite dish on the roof. They're like, <laughs> "Oh, I strap it to the roof."
1: <laughs> yeah. To. No, I'm gonna have to watch it on Reddit, like a degenerate. You know what? I'm gonna have to pirate. You know, Red Zone. That's just what it is. It's That's, not my fault anymore. No. It's out of no, my hands.
0: It is. So, God bless. Yeah, yeah, they have a week to figure it out because the NFL season, well, it starts Thursday, but you can. And all uh, summer to figure it out. All summer. But this Sunday, one week from today, is the first NFL Sunday. And if they don't have Fox, people are going to just mutiny. I mean, you're real, you're a real problem. Oh
1: respect them. People are going to lose their mind. Yep.
0: Uh, so I, I DVR this this is from it's on AMC currently and it's a shutter original and I did a little bit of looking up and apparently this came out last year but they're now airing it this year and it's their version of the 101 scariest movie moments Bravo of all things of all places Bravo did this several years ago. And it was great. It's really hard to find Mm -hmm. because, I don't know, because of copyrights or whatever. They don't even re-air it. If you can ever get your hands on it, I'm sure there are certain versions of it on YouTube or maybe just certain movies. But they had a great panel. They had good directors, good guests on there. This one, so far, the people they have interviewed are kind of hit or miss. Like, I feel like... Ryan Davey from hashtag dork podcast would fit in with like some of these, like, quote unquote, like film experts that they have. Experts. It's like, I don't know who these people are. But then they have a few recognizable people. But so far, the list is actually pretty intriguing. And for some reason, my DVR didn't catch the first. They're doing it like 13 movies at a time. So I think I watched like 89 through 76 or something like that. But it's pretty good. Like, and it's not just like all chalk, it's like a few movies that maybe you haven't seen. It's definitely some old ones. So i like Night these lists. huh i haven't no well, not yet but that's yeah. probably top 10. you never know it's
1: probably you have to wait till the top 10 probably way one. higher um so you'll you'll appreciate this so we did a big shop today we did like a back to school the girls were back to school for two days but we finally did our like back to school shopping yep Hell yeah. today and um we were in tj maxx and they have like all their halloween shit out oh yeah and there was like this they you know how they have like the dog toys section yeah so there was one it was a jason and like a freddy krueger Oh, one. Ooh. So my daughter, my older daughter, like recognized Jason. She's like, Oh, like, look at that one. And I like showed her the Freddy one. She's like, Who's that? I was like, That's Freddy Krueger. And I was like, You know what's scary about him? She's like, What? I go, He comes to get you in your dreams, yeah. in your nightmares when you're asleep. And I, in that moment, I stopped Shut and, up and I was bit. like, Shit. <laughs> And she looks at me and she, she's like smiling and like looking at all these and she goes like deadpan and she goes, What? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. uh, uh, that yeah. takes a minute to process. Um, That's a lot. Not you. You. Yeah. You don't have nightmares. But it's. Oh, you're fine.
0: You're fine it's just a movie. Pretend. Last week, I saw a film. As I recall, it was a horror film. A couple of years ago, I watched it with my niece and nephew, and they were, I want to say, fifth grade at the time. Yeah. And my nephew, I think, was a little bit more scared. My niece kind of like laughed at some parts, which going back and like that movie came out 40 years ago nightmare on elm street right and it's definitely scary at times but it's also just done in such a way that you don't see movies now where it is also kind of comical like i i could see kids today watching it and not shitting their pants like we did when we were little
1: watching it yeah i mean it it's it, it, I, it's crazy it's it's weird to me that just like you would never i don't know like not waking up like dying in your dream like that to me that's scary as shit
0: yeah yeah it's such a good it's such a smart thing because i think some of the best horror movies like jaws for example for example it's like you can't go in the ocean like well 75 percent of the world is an ocean and they're like don't go in the ocean because these sharks will get you so you're like what is something that would scare everybody and it's like well everybody's got to sleep so it's like you could die in your sleep smart genius uh speaking of Ryan, we got a trailer for five nights at Freddy's, which uh, is gonna be on Peacock in Dorktober.
1: I this was a video game that I never played. Did you play this? I did. I did. Um like just are you are you aware of the premise? Yeah. So it's basically like you you are you have to get through night five. Like you have <laughs> to get through like that's it's, the point of the game.
0: It's Halloween resurrection.
1: It's more like if you were stuck in a Chuck E. Cheese and all the animatronics like at night came to life mm-hmm. and you're like watching it on security cameras and it's it's pretty fucking scary. Um, It looks scary. We should maybe maybe this is a standalone. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of like horror movies that are coming out in that month that we might have to like sneak in. Well, we're definitely doing Saw
0: 10. Yep. I think the Nun 2 Electric Boogaloo is coming out at some point.
1: Don't make me see that.
0: You don't have to see it, but people are saying it's the best of the nuns. <laughs> Therefore, better than the last one. Uh, uh, I have to
1: answer something in the chat right now. Someone yeah, wants ahead. to see my shirt. It's it's very. I'm trying to spread awareness this month.
0: Oh yeah. So dave has got a shirt on. Go ahead. Stop standing up when the plane lands. Great message.
1: Stop. I hate that. You're taxiing. You're gonna. It's gonna be a while. Like shut the fuck down. It bo- Put it, your dick in my face when I'm like <laughs> going into the overhead thing where I'm just trying to like. You don't have to fucking get up. It, stay
0: there. It really does bother me. And then I start to get like, that's the only time I get a little claustrophobic is when like the row in front of me, the row next to me and the row behind me are all standing up. And it's like, dude, we got 20 minutes. Like we're not getting off the flight for 20
1: minutes. And I think it's, it's one of those things where like everyone on the fucking planet knows it's annoying Yeah. and people still do it. People like hop up even though,
0: what are you hopping up for?
1: And if if you have to hop up to like get a piece of gum because your ears popped or something, sit back down. Like you just have I there was something up there, whatever. I couldn't get it when the plane was landing. I just gotta grab it now. Or if it's like your phone, fine. Whatever. But like sit the fuck down and don't clap no movie clappers and plane clappers. Like, shut the fuck up. I'm I'm tired of it. I'm just trying to raise awareness.
0: You're not getting out until everybody goes by row. Like it's row. Like row one. You're not going anywhere. People go at that point.
1: And what are you going to do? you going run to run in front of the people in first class? No. They
0: won't Absolutely allow that. Not. They might tackle the you. Security might yeah. tackle
1: you. Ugh. I
0: don't like it Hate at it. all. Yeah.
1: yeah. So that's what my shirt says. Stop uh, standing up on the plane lands. <laughs> sit, sit the fuck down. Sit the fuck down. But yeah,
0: Five Night at Freddy's. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, well, we're going to do an Ahsoka episode in Dorktober. It's not Dorktober mm-hmm. related, but uh, I'm trying to think what else. This seems like it would be right up there. Plus, people can just stream it on, uh, on the cock, so...
1: It looks pretty creepy. I'm going to have it's, to play through the game again just to – just yeah, to, yeah, I can,
0: yeah. I can speak. It's PG-13. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, so speaking of Dorktober and, uh, well, something we could possibly do, uh, Stiz, who is the acting producer of the Rich Keefe show right now. Hopefully he's the long-term producer. We'll see how that all shakes out. But he got the Texas Chainsaw game. Yeah, dude. He says it's a blast. He says it's very similar. It's like exactly Friday the 13th. But it's like three, you have like four uh, people trying to survive, yep. and you, you play three family members.
1: Three family members, yeah.
0: Because he was telling me he's like he played the Friday game, but he didn't have like a big group of people, so he's like it kind of sucks because there weren't people on mic. And I was like, well, I'm like if we can get enough people, because who played last time? You, me. It was oh my god, it was me, Shime, you, Mac, Mac West, Shime. Oh, West played. So yeah, we had. I was telling Stiz, I'm like we had like five or six people, so I'm like we could fill out a lobby if everybody gets it. And and that'd be a like, great so,
1: stream, and the fa- even it's me, you, and Stiz. Like, we, we're for family members, we can talk to each other. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, and it's great because you start in the basement. Yes, and have to get so like you have to like first you got to get out of the basement, and then you got to get out of the house, and yeah. then you got to get, and then you got to get out of the yard.
0: And then he was telling me that. So then the grandpa, have you heard about yeah. this?
1: Yep, I played it. I've played this game. Oh, you played it? Dozens of times. Yeah. Oh shit! Okay. All right. Yeah, and so like the grandpa, like every once in a while, you so you have to feed him blood. <laughs> the family members have to like give him blood, and then when he hits a certain level, he'll start like yelling. And when he yells, you have to stay still.
0: Yeah, and then they could see you. Like if so, if you're one yeah. of the family, you can like see people. But on the other, but if you're one of the people down in the basement, like one, of the, I don't know really, what do you call them, survivors or whatever. Yeah. They they can like fucking can't they stab the grandpa and
1: like take blood yeah. out of him? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So he goes up like, what a game. And so the more you feed him blood, like the more accurate and like the more often he yells. crazy. Um, And so you you walk up to him, like fucking stab him and like takes him down levels.
0: That movie blew my mind when I saw it. Oh my God. Is that nuts? Yeah. Is that two?
1: No, the first two. Oh, he's in the first one. one? Yeah, he's in the first one. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He's just kind of sitting there. Yeah, he's probably
0: in both of them, but, like, you know, he's in... Yeah, because there's the whole family's in that first one, and you're like, oh, boy. Uh, How about some wrestling news, Ryan? How about this? CM Punk fired by AEW. Is he just a dickhead? Apparently. I liked him. I liked him a lot. I thought he was entertaining, but now it's to the point where you're like, all right, dude, like, everybody else can't always be the problem.
1: Well, that's what I... That's, like... It's like a Taylor Swift song. Maybe yeah. you're the fucking issue. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You're 33 years old. Maybe it's you. Yeah.
0: Quit blaming yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, all right?
1: Leave yeah, him alone. John Mayer. like, what? Maybe you just give... Uh, no, stop stop, not, stop, 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 nope. stop, stop, stop. Don't do that. Uh, so, But CM Punk... So the, I, I don't did, want the Swifties coming after us. We get enough people coming after us on Twitter. I don't need the fucking that's, Swifties dude, coming after
0: th- They would put the podcast under. If they heard that we said one bad thing about it, like we'd be done.
1: They would There was somebody, it was like somebody they just completely fucking buried. And it was like someone who didn't really deserve it. And I forget who. Ticketmaster. Got... No. <laughs> no, it was like someone like uh um somebody who like just dated somebody after Taylor Swift and they're they just ruined their social media just for no, terrible. Like, didn't do anything to anybody.
0: No, no, no. just living their life. Yeah. So I try to do some work on this, on this whole CM Punk thing. So he had the one thing where he was like suspended a while ago, where after a match, he had like a post-game press conference, which is hilarious that they even do that in wrestling. And you're not sure, you're like, is he in character? Is he not in character? You're like, I don't know what the fuck. And he just like ripped all these people and he was hurt. And long story short, he was out for a while. Cause he also got into a brawl with the young bucks and Kenny Omega and his buddy, Ace steel. It was a whole thing. So he's back. He was out for a long time. He came back. They even gave him, like, this Saturday show where he's, like, the face of this, like, AEW collision. Anyway, last week they have their show at Wembley Stadium. We talked about it. My, my, my man Adam Cole right. headlined. Yep. 90,000 people were there. So, apparently, like, go back a week or two ago, uh, Jungle Boy, uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, believe it or not, is Luke Perry, Dylan McKay from 90210's real-life son. So, Dylan McKay, sadly, pick of the pod, but... Jungle Boy is his real son, and he has been a wrestler. What's his name? Uh Jack Perry. Jack Perry, okay. Jack Perry. So he evidently a few weeks ago really wanted to do a spot involving real glass. And everybody was like, dude, we're not doing real glass. Like he's a he can't talk on the mic, this guy, Jungle Boy, but he can wrestle right. his fucking tail off. Like he is a really good, like he's all over the place. He's good. And so He, long story short, he really wanted to do something with real glass. Then it got poo pooed. And then at one point, CM Punk came in there and was like, We're not fucking doing anything with real glass. Like, knock it off. And then I guess at this last thing, uh, he was wrestling Hook, who was Taz's son, whatever. And
1: uh, are we this old now?
0: Yeah, dude, we're old. They're all the kids of the kids. (laughs) They're all kids of guys that we liked. So I guess they used real glass. And, uh, jungle boy looked into the camera and made some sort of comment like, Oh, real glass. Or like he did something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So then he's walking backstage and this is before the CM punk Samoa Joe match, which was about to come out. Like, I think the lead off the show yep. and CM punk sees jungle boy and he's like, you got a problem with me. And then jungle boy said, well, you, you heard what I said out there. And then CM punk says, do you know that I could kick your ass? And then Jungle Boy is like, what? And then CM Punk grabs him, throws him in a headlock. There's a bunch of witnesses. They're like skirmishing around, not like a real fight, but like one of those like of fucking not. wrestling. Of course not.
1: Because he's not gonna fight. No, like really fight somebody. No. I fucking hate this shit. I hate it so well, much.
0: So, and then apparently Tony Khan, who owns the company, he's the son of uh Shad Khan who owns the Jaguars. He only, there's a lot of failure there. Anyway, so Tony Khan's the face of AEW. Half the people listening know exactly what I'm talking about. Half have no clue, and they're ready for me to move on. Right. But don't worry, I will. So I guess he's there. Like, this is like right before they go through the curtain, so there's like a ton of people watching this. But I guess the scuffle is like they're all fucking around, and like monitors fell on Tony Khan. He had to stand up. He then later comes out. They do an investigation into it, and then over the weekend or yesterday, they straight up... Fire him because people were coming out. there like, well, it's kind of both of their faults. Like CM Punk's an asshole, but jungle boy, like he was also at fault, but Tony Khan didn't fire jungle boy. He may or may not be suspended, I guess, but CM Punk got straight up fired and Khan already stuck by him the one time and was like, brought him back and this whole thing. So now the question is, is punk just completely done? Or does WWE try to get like a little bit of buzz? And even though he's a prick wrestling's full of pricks, like do you bring him back for like one big pop and then be like, all right, you're
1: done um I was re so I read a little bit about this because I I did it was all over Twitter it was yeah oh yeah on, on, for sure on Twitter and everything um and then Logan Paul had to uh, don't don't Google Logan Paul today what don't do you, look what? on Twitter for why Logan Paul is twen- trending just don't um well I'm you know what my friends call me is
0: whiskers because I'm curious like a cat cause so cause I it, yeah. don't okay
1: um was it his hog and I was reading a little bit about this and and um Shit, I lost my train of thought with the you the Logan Punk. Paul thing. No, is Logan. like that crazy.
0: Um, no, you were talking about CM Punk and uh, AEW.
1: And but there, someone was saying that he's the most overrated wrestler of all time.
0: Oh, Billy D said that.
1: It was Billy D. It was Billy D. Yeah, Billy like, D.
0: said that Billy D's been on that for a while. Like he's not worth the hassle. And I mean, I think he's proven right at by the end of it. Yeah. I thought like when he made his debut, and it was crazy because
1: did he also say he's like wrestling's Kyrie?
0: Yes, but not as talented yeah. as Kyrie. yeah that was that was yeah. ability to tweet. I saw that earlier today, too. And he's got some points. And uh like AEW brought in CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, who's Brian Danielson, and Adam Cole, like all at the same time. And it was like, mm-hmm. holy shit, like it was just so cool. Cause like CM Punk had been not wrestling for a long time. There were years where WWE fans would just chant CM Punk in the middle of random matches. And then when he finally came back, I thought it was super cool, but Nothing really happened. He didn't really do much. Like, he fought a bunch of young guys. I didn't really give a shit about it. And then he was a real asshole, apparently. So. And he got his th-
1: fucking clock cleaned in UFC, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. He did not do well in the UFC. Yeah. At so all. You,
1: that's the thing. Like, you can't kick anyone's ass. Like, I've seen you fight. <laughs> like, you can't kick anyone's ass.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't think some of these You're other just wrestlers- saying that because
1: you know they're not going to throw a punch back. Right. Like, that's all that is. They're and, trying like, not you to get go, fired. You, Oh, my God. Have you ever seen, like, like, it happens all the time in the NBA when, like, guys are, like, starting to fight. And um, then as soon as someone, like, steps in the middle, then they get really aggressive. The like NBA is Shit notorious. like that drives me fucking crazy.
0: The NBA is notorious Remember,
1: for bad fights. But it's like, they're just jawing at each other. And then as soon as someone steps in and separates them, then they're pointing yeah, over the top of The hold-me-back guy. Carmelo Anthony fucking sucker-punched someone then ran away.
0: He ran, like, 90 feet away. He ran to the other side yeah. of the court. It's crazy. <laughs> Well what also ah. happened to the first incident in AEW that Punk had. So he didn't like what some of the guys were saying about him in promos. And so what he did Isn't that the whole fucking thing? Yes, dude. And that's what he would do all the time and it was great and you're kind of blurring the line. But then what he did, which was such a chicken shit move, is there's this guy Hangman Adam Page, which is a fucking pretty cool gimmick, the Hangman, yeah. he's like a cowboy type of guy or whatever. And uh CM Punk knew he wasn't in the building and he went to the ring and was like, if you're so tough, Hangman, come on out. And you're like, first of all, he's not there. And even if he was there, I don't think he's like allowed to just fucking run down there and beat you up right now. So then it's like, so then he did this unscripted p- promo where he's like making that guy out to look like an asshole. It was a whole thing, but and somebody else said this on Twitter, too. They're like, how come all the behind-the-scenes AEW stuff is more interesting than the
1: front-of-the-camera stuff? I mean, honestly, like, at this point, lean into it. You yeah. Know, if I'm, 20 well, Con, I'm leaning into that. I think
0: but. that was maybe the hope when they brought him back originally. Like, maybe you would bring those guys back, maybe not right away, but, like, have them fight again, and then you could really kind of blur the lines. Yeah. But now it's just like, I think it's over. It's not going to happen. And so You
1: can rob and thick it.
0: CM Punk's not You can rob and thick that ass. Yeah, yeah. Ra, CM Punk's out. Uh sad news, Ryan. Pick up the pod. Last week, I think we had four of them. Four celebrity deaths in a week. And then this week, Jimmy Buffett dies at the
1: age of 76. And I tweeted this was one of those things that we we have just talked about this, where I'm like, you get sneaky upset yep. at celebrity deaths. And uh and I said, it's true. Like I think I reluctantly, and not by choice, listen to Jimmy Buffett more than any Probably James Taylor more, but second place is Jimmy Buffett, like listening, like car rides, going to hockey games. Like I've listened to more. I know all the words to every Jimmy Buffett song, not ever being a real fan, but my dad is a huge Jimmy Buffett fan. Got it. So yeah, yeah.
0: was not in our house. was not like I, you know, sad 76 is too young and I know there's a ton of fans of his and, but that was one that, uh, growing up that wasn't, was not in my Q zone.
1: Consider, consider yourself somewhat, (laughs) uh, somewhat lucky. Not the
0: pile on the guy, but it's not my cup of tea. And so, uh, yeah, that wasn't it. I was trying to think growing up. It was a lot of like Jimi Hendrix. I remember Jethro Tull, uh, Tom Petty. What else? Bob Dylan, a lot of Dylan, I think Led Zeppelin stones, it's funny, my parents definitely had Beatles records, but I don't remember listening to the Beatles much. Maybe they didn't have the tape. You <laughs> know, maybe they didn't have the tapes of it like in the car. But anyway. yeah. But yeah, so pick of the pod. I know there's a ton of uh Jimmy Buffett fans out there. Actually, you know what it also reminds me of is uh Club Dread, which I actually like. It's sort of a sneaky good uh horror comedy from the broken lizard guys. But they I mean, have Pac-Man is genius. The Pac-Man thing, I fucking laughed out loud. I was I pissed my pants during that, but they had the Jimmy Buffett knockoff. It was Coconut Pete and his big hits, his big song was Pina Berg <laughs> Great, great
1: stuff. <laughs>
0: and he like claims that he wrote the song before, right? But like Margaritaville before became... Margaritaville, yeah.
1: but Jimmy Buffett ripped him off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. so I heard the bet. So it was like a meme or something like that. they like at some point the song Margaritaville was about, you know, just like being this freewheeling pirate kind of thing and you know just uh sleeping with chicks and you know wondered where your life went you know um and then if you listen to it now and picture a middle-aged guy in like a margaritaville restaurant like a chain restaurant it becomes like the saddest song in the world
0: it's pretty (laughs) good that is pretty funny uh yeah all right very good let's get to this
1: it's time for davis video gaming more than a minute. all right. Rob, what do you have? So, uh, the big, the big buzz right now is that, um, Starfield. I, mean, I talked about this before, mm-hmm. Bethesda, it was dropping this week, and so Bethesda made these claims. Remember that there was a game called No Man's Sky that came out a while ago, yep, and they were talking about how this massive universe and there was going to be randomly generated, um, and you could. Play this game for hundreds of hours and never hit the same planet twice and it's just going to be this massive expansive thing so starfield was kind of do trying to do the same thing but like with a fallout kind of bethesda game experience mm-hmm. and i knew it and this is what i don't fucking get and people we are not we both own a playstation mm-hmm. but i do have a pc that i play all of xbox games on so i'm not a playstation hunk it's just the only console i own mm-hmm middling reviews people are underwhelmed by this oh that's a surprise it seems to be this thing where like they overhyped it overpromised it and whatever and it's just not really delivering yeah i mean if it's your i just don't i don't see the need to buy an xbox right now no if you have a pc play pc i, I the best combination right now is pc playstation switch yep like if you want to so there's no need for me to buy. I, I just don't understand. There aren't any PlayStation exclusive games that are worth two shits. You mean Xbox exclusive? Use, I mean use uh, PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah. PlayStation exclusives are, uh, are amazing. Was, my next sentence was yeah, PlayStation yeah. exclusives are far superior. And I, yeah, you know, I hear you. Xbox exclusive games. There isn't any that I can think of right now that are worth a shit.
0: Yeah. Hey, real and quick. I don't know if you know the library yeah. off the top of your head, but I have on Switch. I have whatever like the standard thing is like uh like pass i don't have like the souped up pass so like i can play nintendo and super nintendo games but i can't play n64 games are there what are the do you have those and are they good i have
1: like the family thing i don't know if it because if it comes with that or not yeah um i don't know if it comes but
0: because it wouldn't even let me look at the library i
1: played punch out like the the punch out 64 yeah 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 oh no i played super punch out so no they definitely have super
0: punch they have regular they have uh, mike tyson's punch out although i don't know if it's mike tyson's but and then they also have uh super punch out so i have the those whatever the games they have available for yeah. nes and super nes i have but n64 you need like a separate pack to get i'm like yeah whatever
1: yes it's that you have to like upgrade it and there's like yeah it, a bit i wouldn't i don't have that okay. um and the other thing so one of the games that kind of it's flew under the radar for me and it's a super when i say the title of the game you're going to be like this is we're into, like what are you playing right now thing. yeah, yeah. So i've done my diablo thing i've done street fighter i've done all that stuff like i'm like hours and hours and hours into both of those games and then i just finally picked up final fantasy 16 oh shit this game's fucking good is it this game is fucking good well they revamped all it's not like a turn-based combat system anymore so it's one of those things like they teach it to you kind of as you go i like that and and it's one of those things like you figure out how to do certain combos with like certain abilities and you feel like remember like in batman like you felt really fucking cool yeah yeah or like devil may cry when you're like doing like the combat and you're like dude i'm fucking good at this <laughs> like i'm fucking nasty at this mm-hmm. like you do something like you do a perfect dodge and then hit him with like some ability and you're like dude i'm fucking gross like i've had that feeling throughout the first oh, yeah. like 20 hours of this game that's cool fucking love it um, so it'd be my, uh, one of my picks of the pod this week is final fantasy 16. If nice. you haven't picked it up yet. And the story's cool too. All right. Very good. Very, very yeah. good.
0: All right. How about this? Y'all ready for Bis? Topics is your time. Well, I'm glad you asked. It's the topic of the day. And today, it is David Fincher movies. He has a new one coming out November 10th on Netflix. It'll be in select theaters prior to that called The Killer. Uh, Michael Fassbender is going to be in that. But to date, David Fincher has directed 11 films. And I would have to say his batting average is as good as anybody's in the game. We have done a uh, Quentin Tarantino movie episode years ago. You can look for it in the archives. And actually funny enough, I think that was one of our most listened to episodes we've ever done. Uh, it was a long time ago we did it, but it was Tarantino movies. We also did Christopher Nolan movies, which is another guy, one of the few directors where people will see whatever he does just based on the director. There's not many of those guys anymore, guys or gals anymore. I don't think, um, David Fincher probably should be on there. David Fincher, to me, is right there with Nolan and right there with Tarantino when you go through his catalog of movies. So there's 11 of them that we're going to get to. I think the best way to do it, Rye, is sort of start at the beginning, work our way to the end, and just sort of a few thoughts on each film, and then at the end we can rank them and maybe talk about some of the best characters and, and that kind of thing.
1: And before we get to feature films, I would like to say... So oh, before- shit. Yes. By the way, so David Fincher's run, where he started as a feature film director, is fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And he has not made a bad movie ever. I, I and I know there are some that were critically middling. I but don't I, don't think I first, agree with you. He is it's his fault. He has
0: not made a he bad has movie. Never made a bad movie. Which is crazy. And I think
1: That's crazy. The very, t- the very first time I heard David Fincher's name or read it, um, he directed tons of music videos yes he did he directed for madonna he did express yourself for madonna he did vogue the vogue music video was david fincher crazy um he's worked with he fucking michael jackson like he was the most prolific video director music video director of that entire era i think um he d- so the first time i saw his name and you'll remember this video there was a billy idol song called cradle of love Where it was basically like the guy who's like the business guy who like lived upstairs from like this like teenage it was a thing. Okay. It was like, you know, a younger girl who lived below him and she was like dancing around like to the Billy Idol song. That fucking video is awesome. And that was directed by David Fincher. It's Um, nuts.
0: Dude, he did Janie's Got a Gun. That that music video from Aerosmith. He did uh Rolling Stones. He did Judith by a perfect circle. Great great (laughs) Great song. How about he did Suit and Tie, Justin Timberlake, and Jay-Z. That's the most recent one, or one of the most recent ones that he has done. Yep. But yeah, 80s and early 90s, he did a ton of uh, music videos.
1: How about this one? Go ahead. Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. Pretty, he directed that music video. Pretty good. So he's, your, he's your guy. Express Yourself, Madonna. Amazing. He did a bunch of George Michael, Sting. Yeah. like This guy is like, he's the guy. Yeah, he's now a- the I think there's a theme with me that my, some of my favorite directors are also music video directors. So I think David Fincher and Spike Lee, I would spike spike Jones, Spike Jones, Spike Um, Spike Lee did some music videos too, but I, um, Spike Jones and David Fincher are like kind of the same in that regard.
0: Also, before we forget about it or get lost in it, he also did some TV, including Mine Hunter, which is, we we've talked about Mine Hunter. I think we did standalone on Mine Hunter. I love that show. And that also, that helped hook me right away when you heard about like the premise and everything. And then you're like, Oh, David Fincher's involved in this. I'm like, this is going to be sick. He also, That's one of those yeah.
1: names. You hear it and you're like, like I'm in, shit. um, same with uh, house of cards and that. love death and robots.
0: Yeah. Fincher's in all those. So yeah, clearly uh, Netflix has a bit of a deal with him, but yeah, his it's crazy. Cause there's other directors that I like, and I'm sure people out there like, and then there's always like two or three movies that they have where you're like, well, mm, like, yeah, don't worry about that one. Or like, yeah, throw that one yeah. out. Like Nolan doesn't have that, and neither and, and neither does Fincher. And so the first movie he directed was in 1992. It was Alien Three, which this is the one critic and audience reviews. Roddy T's got him 47%. So they don't they don't like it. It is such a dramatic fall off from Alien and Aliens. However, I don't think the movie sucks. It's, it's it might be my least favorite or second least favorite of of his 11. I don't think it sucks though. It's also and sort of a, a weird spot to jump in for your first movie.
1: It is a weird spot to jump in because I think he was the third director on this project and they went through like nine like nine writers. So he came in at like the tail end. Yeah. And that movie's salvageable. That movie's not bad. I
0: no, I'm with you, dude. Like I think it's it's uh I'm trying to think it it's better than Alien 4, although you get Winona Rider. Is it in that. Resurrection? Yeah, no, that's just 4, I think, isn't it? Or is it Resurrection? No. Let me fucking dig in on the aliens. I think it's just. Oh, uh... okay, Alien Resurrection, which is also. Is that the one with Winona Rider? Yes, it is. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's a little bit better than that one, but the first two are so good. Like, I love the first one. The second one's got that sci fi action, which is an
1: all time. I like Resurrection, too.
0: Yeah, so I mean. This is whatever it is, you know, I mean, it's, but it's already, to me, it's a, it's an established character. It's a, it's a, the third movie in a long, what ended up being a long series. And to your point, you have all these different directors, you have all these different writers involved, like tough to make that into a classic, but that's. It's a camel. He had to do something after all those music videos. So you're like, all right, here's a movie. Right. It's in a big franchise. All his movies also make a ton of money. He, This guy has made a shitload of money, and these are like blockbuster movies.
1: But, but then he goes into like the sophomore slump, though, like his second movie. <laughs> his That's second movie shitty.
0: might be his best movie, and this, I remember, knocked my socks off when I saw this. 1995's Seven. Uh, 83% critics, which is insane, and then 95% audience, which is much more like it. But this to is an
1: all-timer. To this day, this is the best psychological thriller I have ever seen in my life. Fair, hands down.
0: Fair. I think the casting too helps this movie so much. The Brad Pitt Morgan Freeman combo and then you have Gwyneth Paltrow over here and then you have Kevin Spacey revealed later at the end is perfect. Like they they all play off each other perfectly. The whole idea of the seven deadly sins, those scenes, that's why I think this movie is a horror movie. Like, it's a thriller, but it can be both. It can be both things. I think it's a horror movie because of how intense the crime scenes are and, like, how gory they they can be. And then the John Doe serial killer is one of the great villains, I think, ever on on, uh, cinema. And Mm -hmm. it fucking, it's, like, rainy, though. It's rained the whole
1: time dark yes. and shitty and gross uh yeah I forget so two of my favorite stories coming from uh, this from this movie all right one have you ever seen the the storyboard for the alternate ending uh it actually makes sense oh. I know why they did what they did
0: I think I have actually yeah so I had so the DVD in, was it on the DVD I think it it was I was on the DVD yeah, yeah. so
1: in the original ending Morgan Freeman's character shoots John Doe and Brad Pitt looks at him and says, what are you doing? And he says, retiring. Mm-hmm. And that character is jaded. He's, he's had, he's, he's done. I'm done with it. So like, that was, yeah, um, that was great. And then the second thing, the sloth scene, <sighs> when the guy cop li- leans in and says, like, blah, and the guy starts coughing, by the way, sc- still scary. I-, I know it's coming. And it's it still so scary, dude. They didn't tell the actor that that guy was going to do that. That's a real response.
0: Wow. Smart. Cause yeah, you wouldn't.
1: Like they, they didn't oh, tell him he was gonna do that. God, that's so and weird. that was a good, that was an actual person there.
0: I had for about like 10 years, anytime I'd get a text message, I'd have the
1: what's in the box?
0: <laughs> and it just got to the point where it was too much
1: it's just too much. At that point What's like those box? sounds yeah like, that becomes too
0: much. like yeah. well and now that is like such a meme and it's like a funny thing but like when you first saw it the first time like it wasn't funny. It was like holy shit like what is in the box and then you're like oh I know it's I in the box and you're
1: like oh fucking like just thinking about the hair standing up on my no. arms like how fucking good that how well that was written. It's like, it, how good that fucking movie. Was. I think
0: it's a top 10 movie of all time. Like I think it's that good. Like I love so 7. Good. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I'm trying to think when I first saw it. I definitely didn't see it in 1995. Uh, no, I think I saw it maybe in high school.
1: I definitely saw it in high school. Definitely, well, we I, had I it. heard I think about it was in junior you, high. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely had it. I, I owned it. Yeah, uh, it was one of those movies that like I heard about it in junior high, but I like, couldn't see it. Right, right. You know, and then eventually like rented it. Dude, the fucking something.
0: guy with his face in the pasta, and he's like cutting him, cutting himself. It's and yeah. like we're going to talk about saw next month. I love saw. And like one of the compliments people give saw is they're like, well, it's kind of like seven. (laughs) Like, like that's, it's sort of like a, a, a a killer who not only thinks he's doing the right thing, but he like, he thinks he's like fixing these people kind of thing. And, uh, but yeah, like a lot of them are haunting. Like the one guy that had the, I, I would like, that was ingrained in my head, the fucking guy that had the uh the the knife
1: strap to him. The yep. knife strap on. Just that Brutal. scene with him being interrogated yeah. is that that guy should have gotten some sort of recognition for that. Is that he's been a he's a character. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He's in everything he that was, guy. Yeah.
0: This was in um this is currently streaming on Hulu. I was watching it the other day because I knew we were doing this episode and the song in the opening credits is uh by Nine Inch Nails which is funny because yeah yeah, because Fincher and Nine Inch Nails end up working together a bunch but
1: a lot a lot and um it's a so I listened to a podcast with Trent Reznor and Rick Rubin and they he talks about that and basically like Trent Reznor wanted obviously he wants nothing to do with anybody ever yeah because that's just who he is yeah but like David Fincher was like all over him he's like you you like I don't know. Like, good. It, it was. It's a cool conversation. I don't want to give it away, but if you listen to the, to that right, conversation, check it out. It's 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 awesome. Yeah.
0: So then his next movie is the game with Michael Douglas in 1997. Roddy Tease has 77 percent critics, 84 percent audience. I did remember seeing this in the theater when I was 13, and not really understanding it and like walking out and being like, I don't even know if that was good. Like, I'm not sure. And then I watched it years later and I liked it more. I actually haven't watched it in a long time though. I could probably go for a rewatch on the game. I remember being kind of confused originally. Yeah, no, it is. You're confused
1: because like, it's a whole thing. And there's a, obviously there's this game that uh, Michael Douglas, the brother who's played by Sean Penn. Yes. um, Sets up for him and like things get out of control. And the ending is like, fucking cool yeah like the, the movie's fucking cool like it's 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 um
0: it is it's uh it's yeah. it's another thriller like it's you know the fincher does thrillers that's what he does sure does uh all right the fourth movie 1999's fight club this is an all-time classic if you don't think sevens is best movie you probably think this is his best movie 79 percent critic score on roddy t's which is i don't get and then 96 Asinine. 96 Asinine. by the uh By the audience they they get it
1: i'm looking at the imdb right now too and i'm uh we skipped over one thing so freedom 90 the george michael video featuring all like the super models david fincher directed
0: david fincher did that one now like you
1: think the hottest chicks in 1990 all in one music video david fincher Fincher was there yep (laughs) yep name a supermodel from the 90s they were in that video david fincher directed it but fight club i read the i this is one of the first instances where I watched the movie, then read the book, then read an article with Chuck Palahniuk, who was the author of the book, who claimed that the movie is better than his book. And he's <laughs> absolutely right.
0: Uh, it blew me away. This is another one, and it's Brad Pitt again and uh, in, in Fincher together. Ed Norton and Brad Pitt are, are ridiculous in this. And this is this is one of those movies where you got to watch it multiple times. Like you got to see it a bunch of times and you'll pick up on different little things, the way that it's done, the clues they give you that you missed the first time, maybe even missed the second time. And again, now this movie has been out for so long. And like the whole idea, like, like the twist now doesn't feel like a big twist, but then it was a pretty significant twist. And Mm -hmm. I mean, and then you have like, the over-the-top violence in it too, like the the Jared Leto character. I loved it, watching yeah.
1: Jared Angel Face getting his fucking oh, head caved in. I it was loved great. Yeah, um, yeah, Here's something. So fucking awesome. I, this is one of those movies that I continuously, every once in a while, I'll think about this movie and then like read articles about it. Here's something for you right now. Mm-hmm. What if I told you, Richard, and not, if you haven't seen this movie, yet, like fuck you, I'm going to spoil no, it right now. No, they've seen it. Shit, it's right? 99. What if I told you, Marla Singer isn't real either. I'd probably believe that that that's so you think about because the, Definitely the idea of Fight Club is it's, it's like hyper masculinity and like how men deal with things. And, you know, I, it was written Chuck Palahniuk had started doing Brazilian jiu jitsu and he was like, you know, getting feeling all masculine and how hyper masculinity is toxic and whatever. But Marla Singer is the feminine side of that. So the the narrator who never gets a name is like that's the feminine side of him and he makes peace with that as well. So there's a, there's a theory that Marla singer isn't really, there. I believe
0: it, but also how fucked up is it too, that they go to these, like, ca- like, um, these different counseling sessions. Right. Like, like and yeah. so
1: the thing is, is that's like him getting in touch with like his feelings, yeah, yeah. which is inherently yeah. Yeah. And why she's there.
0: Yeah. No, the chat's right. Meatloaf was great in this Robert Paulson, his name, oh, Robert Paulson, yeah.
1: meatloaf crushed yeah, it. Don't sleep on his name. You know what his fucking name is. Don't say just meatloaf. It's Rob- Robert Paulson, Robert Paulson. Yeah. yeah. And that- I love the guy. So he's like a bit character too. But the guy who's like, after Jared Leto, like the next guy in line, who's like, he's like this big kind of like Hulking guy, shaved head. Oh, you know when what? Like,
0: yeah. That is um, the guy
1: from Mine Hunter. Right. The
0: guy from Mine Hunter. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Holt McClanning, Lee Great. M- McCallanay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He funny enough, he was in Alien 3 as well. He was in Fight Club and he was in Mindhunter and what else was he in? He's popped up in a bunch of things. I saw him in something recently. Oh, he was in
1: Was he in Panic Room?
0: Uh, let's see. No, he was not in Panic Room, but he was in something like something else that I saw recently. But anyway, yeah, he he's a he's a good actor as well. All right, so Fight Club's incredible. Yeah, mcallen that's, that's I'm going to say. it. All right. Uh, his, the fifth movie he made was Panic Room in 2002. 76% critics, 64% audience. Uh, obviously, this is Jodie Foster, who has, in fact, a Panic Room. Uh, Forrest Whitaker, Dwight Yoakam, Jared Leto again, and a very young Kristen Stewart. This is another thriller. If you haven't noticed, Fincher can uh, do thrillers. I like this one. This one, I think all these movies were in my old DVD collection. By the way, this was another one that I that I had. It's a pretty quick watch, if I remember correctly. Uh, oh no, one hundred twelve minutes. No, I thought it was. I thought it was even shorter than that. But uh,
1: I, I think thought this is pretty under good. Two hours is qu- considered quick. That's now, true. Right.
0: Good, like tension, yeah. though. In this, this is not as good as the previous three movies we just talked about. But I thought this is definitely worth a watch, and I, I liked it.
1: I was a little let down by the end, but I feel like it, okay. was, it was good enough. Sure. Yeah,
0: I yeah. hear you. I hear you on that. All right, this next one for sure was not a short movie. That would be Zodiac, which came out in 2007, uh, 90% by the critics, 77% by the audience. Jake Gyllenhaal, who we talked about earlier, Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo, Anthony Edwards, Brian Cox, uh, Dermot. This is a great Aroni. Kevin
1: Bacon movie.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, you get some heavy hitters in this one. So again, it's it's two and a half hours long, and it is a slow burn. But you're talking about the manhunt for the Zodiac killer. I was I was in on this one again. Not as good. I think it, you're you kind of touched the sun with Seven and Fight Club, but just compared to other people's movies, I would say Zodiac is pretty good. I liked it.
1: It's a good movie. It's okay. and again, it's not one you have to be in the right headspace for this. Like I could watch Fight Club whenever. I yeah. could watch Seven whenever. This one I kind of yeah. have to like Yeah, that's true. Okay, we're going to watch Zodiac right now. You know, <laughs> I I've seen yeah. it 3 or 4 times. Sure. Um and it's I Gyllenhaal and Downey Jr. Uh, didn't Downey uh get like an Oscar nom for this? Uh
0: I don't th- I feel like he did. I don't think he did. I could be wrong, but maybe maybe he did. Uh he, we'll get into some of his nominations in a minute, Fincher's, as well as the people he directed. But to this point, I don't think, uh, I don't think any, I don't think Zodiac got any nominations, actually. I don't believe it did. I, uh, I don't know why I thought it did. Mm. Did Downey get nominated for his role in Natural Born Killers? Maybe you're thinking of that?
1: Maybe. Yeah. I don't, that was good, too. Shit. That was
0: a Tarantino written movie. Um, All right. Movie seven is The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, 2008, 71% critics, 80% audience. And believe it or not, this is the first time David Fincher gets nominated for a Best Director Oscar. So he wasn't nominated for Seven or Fight Club or Zodiac or The Game, but he gets nominated for Benjamin Buttons, which he does not win, but he at least gets nominated. This is obviously Brad Pitt once again solid movie you could see why the oscar people loved it not my favorite but a good good movie. not
1: my fa- but beautiful beautifully yep. shot beautifully told um mm-hmm. i would just beautifully directed yeah movie. it was um yeah taraji Henson, written uh, based on a short story yeah yep by i forget by who some it or dollar some
0: jackass the story. Blah, blah, blah. F, no, F Scott Fitzgerald, actually. That was great Gatsby. Yeah. 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 Uh, Brad Pitt got nominated for a Best Actor Award. And Taraji P. Henson got nominated for Best Supporting Actress for that How one. How about that? Uh, 2010, he made The Social Network, which 96% critic, 87% audience. He once again was nominated for uh, best director. And Jesse Eisenberg was nominated for best actor. Neither one of them and won, they but
1: one for best original score. Yeah, for Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor won which is that. Great. So this was and it. Was the first movie that the two of them ever scored.
0: Yeah, which is crazy. This mm-hmm. was this was a good movie. I definitely ha- I have not rewatched this several times. Like like three or four of these movies, I've watched a lot. This one, I haven't watched a lot, but I remember being like. That's a. That's a. It's
1: really fucking good. And the other yeah. thing too, that like I, th- I think, for me, that this movie was, because 2010, like Facebook was still it. Like Facebook mm-hmm. was still mm-hmm. the only name in the game for the most part, right? Yep. Yeah. Um. And so it was. It was like a little too real. I feel like this is a little too quick. Like we we weren't going to get the end of this story because no, true. So much. Even the last it's still 13 going years like, on. So much has happened. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you could do it. You but, could do, um, it. but like the whole Winkle, uh, Winkle Voss twins, that whole storyline, and then Justin Timberlake was pretty good in this movie. He was the dude, that yep. dude Napster. Like it John was John Fanning. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It's a good movie. Uh this next one I loved. So uh, 2011, the ninth movie by David Fincher is The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Obviously based off a of book as well. 86 percent critic. 86 percent audience and uh Rooney Mara got a best actress nomination she didn't win but this movie was fucking badass and holy smokes was she good uh Daniel Craig uh Christopher Plummer Stellan Skarsgård Robin Wright were all in this Mm -hmm. I remember being blown away watching it it's another thriller like mystery thriller and um they then made sequels which Fincher wasn't a part of and i don't know how many they made i know the next one i remember watching it was pretty disappointed by it. it wasn't nearly as good but this one was crazy i remember being like you yeah got, people gotta see this movie
1: there's three or four series three or four books in the series um mm-hmm. and the plan was to make all of them like the plan was to do do them all um and the big the one thing that people said about this movie that i vehemently disagree with so this was done the movie was done in um it was a foreign movie, but it was done already, oh. and then people were saying it was a it was a shot for shot remake of that. Oh, it absolutely is not. Okay, <laughs> I promise you, it's not. You're lying um, because it's not. You you definitely know you're watching a Fincher movie. Yeah, right. Um, the scenes are the same. Like obviously, the scenes are the same because it's the same story. But like, it's not a shot for shot. No, okay, remake gotcha. Of remake of that movie. Yeah, because
0: yeah, it was a Swedish book. Yes. Uh, so the book came out in 05, and then this one came out in '11. But I didn't really know what to expect going in, and I remember just watching it one day. I don't know if it was like—I think I'm like—I feel like I was it just like a was it on TV on demand? I don't think I saw it in the theater, but I remember sitting there watching it and being like, "Holy smokes, this is so it's
1: crazy!" So just to tie it back too, so uh, if you watch *Scene Prometheus*, so Numi Rapace, who's the main girl in *Prometheus*, okay, she's in the Swedish version of girl. With the, she's the girl with the dragon tattoo in the Swedish version.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: So if you wanted to just connecting those dots.
0: Got it. you know who did the music in this one? Who's that? Trent Reznor and Atticus. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, right back at it again. Uh, In 2014 was David Fincher's 10th movie, Gone Girl. Dual 87% on Roddy T's. Uh, This one was... uh, Actually, what's her name? Rosamund Pike got Best Actress Mm. nomination. Didn't win, but... Uh, she was great in it. Ben Affleck, Neil Patrick Harris, Tyler Perry, friend of the show, Carrie Coon mm-hmm. in this from The Leftovers. This and is another one favorite, based, yeah, based off a book. Yeah. Go ahead. Based on a book. Based yep. on a
1: Jill, it's a Jillian Flynn book, which I did. I read that book too and it was yep. kind of like meh, on the movie, but my favorite story from this movie yeah. is that David Fincher had to shut production down for several days because Ben Affleck refused to wear a Yankee hat. That's from this movie. Good call. That's from he's yeah. supposed to wear yeah, yeah, you're right. He's supposed to wear a Yankee hat and he refused Hilarious. to do it. Hilarious. Hilarious. Would How'd you up? if someone were paying you millions of dollars yeah. to play pretend and they're like, wear a Yankee hat? You'd yeah. be like, no, find me another hat.
0: Uh no, I would do whatever they say for millions of dollars at this point.
1: Okay, if you had been making millions of dollars for 20 years, see, and then someone was like, You ask it that way, wear a Yankee hat. No,
0: then then I feel like I'd be able to be like, no. If I was just starting out, I'd wear whatever the fuck pinstripes every day to work, whatever you need. I don't give a
1: shit. So I asked, I asked a buddy of mine who was drafted by the Yankees. So I I coached baseball with a brag. He was drafted by the Yankees. And I was like, he's a Boston guy. And I'm like, do you, were you bothered by that? He goes, I don't give a fuck. Like whoever signed on my, I don't give a shit who's paying my paycheck.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously. I thought this one. This one I liked though. I thought Gone Girl was, uh, was, was solid enough. Pretty intense. The Roseman Pike character is pretty compelling. Um, Yes. All right. And then the last movie that he made, or the most recent one, he's got another one coming out that we talked about, The Killer. But the last one was in 2020. Uh, It was a Netflix movie. At least that's where I saw it. Mm Mank, 83% critic, 63% audience. 2020 was a really bad year for movies for obvious reasons. And I just went back to my letterbox and was looking up my uh, rankings. I think I had Mank like fifth or sixth. I actually really liked it because I like Fincher. I like Gary Oldman. It's the story of the guy who wrote Citizen Kane. And Amanda Seyfried is in it. She got nominated for Best uh, Supporting Actress, I believe. Gary Oldman got nominated for Best Actor. And this is the third nomination for Best Director for Fincher. He also did not win. But I remember like going into it being like, it's Fincher and Oldman. I'll give it a start. And then I was like, surprisingly, by the end of it, because I think it's in black and white too, the whole time. Yep. I remember afterwards being like, fuck, I kind of like that a lot. That was, was
1: pretty good. I have no feelings on this movie. Can I tell you why? You haven't seen it. The only movie I haven't seen. It's the only David Pincher movie I haven't seen.
0: Yeah. I, I think the only reason why I watched it was like 2020. 2020- it, it was COVID. So like it was COVID. So it was all, anything that was streaming. I would get my mitts yeah. on. And anything that was on Netflix or Hulu or Prime or whatever, I would watch. And I was like, "Fuck!" I'm like, if it wasn't Fincher or if it wasn't Oldman, I definitely would have skipped by it. Being like, I don't really need to see, uh, Mank. So this one, like, what ninety percent of his movies are thrillers. This one is not. This is a uh, draw. This is a biographical drama. Uh, Herman J. Mankiewicz, and he develops the screenplay for Citizen Kane. And, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's uh, it's a different, way different than the other movies he made. You know who's in it, too, is um, uh, William Randolph Hearst, played by uh, Charles Dance. Tywin Lannister plays him. Mm-hmm. And William Randolph Hearst, of course, went to the same high school as me and Davey.
1: He certainly did. Yeah. And he is who Citizen Kane is based on. So Great. that character yeah. of yeah. Um, so Orson
0: Wells, or they have a guy playing yes. Orson Wells in this movie too. So like if you're if you're a movie buff, like I think you'll you'll actually like Mank quite a bit. Uh and then yeah, fucking then he's Manc.
1: and I remember like that was one of those movies that I because of the title, I mocked. I was like, Fucking we need to watch Manc. fucking Mank. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, we yeah. are. Yeah, we <laughs> are. All right. So then the killer will be his twelfth movie and that comes out November 10th. We'll have to do a standalone on that.
1: Yes. For sure. It looks hits.
0: Yeah, it does. No, it looks great. Now, is this a
1: remake? I don't know. Cuz there was a, like a Jap like a Korean movie that was or Oh, was it? Maybe. maybe. I mean, I'm movie. okay with that. I, um, I, give a I shit. am too, but it, give it's a
0: shit if it is. done it before. Uh, let's see. The killer is uh, action thriller, neo noir psychological action thriller. From a screenplay by Bloom. It's based on the French graphic novel series of the same name. No, I think I don't know if anybody else has done it.
1: Uh, all right. So real quick. Oh, John Woo did a movie called The Killer. That's the one I'm thinking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right. So here's what I got. Here's when I came up with my rankings for it. This is this is how I would go based off of today. Uh number one is Seven, then Fight Club, then the Social Network, then The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Then Gone Girl, Zodiac, Sixth, The Game, Panic Room, Mank, Benjamin Button,
1: and Alien Three. I didn't know we were ranking them. I'm unprepared. <laughs> I'm unprepared. I didn't know All you right. were like going to make me rank them. All right, you don't have to rank um, them. Just
0: give me your give me your best and worst.
1: Okay, so my be- obviously seven, and Fight Club. Um, do I, are we counting TV too? We're we just doing no, just, just doing
0: movies, movies, just best and worst
1: movie. Seven, Fight Club. Yep um social network yep i like the game yeah that's just no me. for sure and probably not panic room shit zodiac did i okay. ever say zodiac no you didn't yeah so what's
0: the worst either alien 3 or button right
1: alien 3 or maybe panic room yeah yeah but even then i mean it's not like no they're good that's the thing those are still good yeah pretty
0: good all right so there you go little david fincher movies which i think again you got to put fincher right up there with nolan and with uh tarantino so uh let us know what you guys think your favorite least favorite etc about david fincher hit us up at dork podcast on twitter and instagram and dork podcast at gmail.com oh also send us your should i have bought this as well into dork podcast at gmail.com Pick of the ball. Pick of the ball. Pick of the ball. Pick of the ball. All right, I would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may choose at this
1: time to defend a goal? I will receive. I will take the ball. All right. This week. Um, a show I started watching is now in its second season, so I picked it back up again. Um, and this is one of those shows that, believe it or not, this, both seasons, it's season one and two, are 100% on Rotten Tomatoes right now, and I don't think anybody's watching it. Um, it's called Dark Winds on amc oh it
0: pops up for me somewhere so is that good dude
1: apparently it's right. fucking good okay. I, I mean you wanted I like psychological thriller like yeah. we if we're i was figuring i was thinking about it today because we're doing this and i'm mm-hmm. like i think i'm like four episodes into the first season so i watched the first two episodes something happened i just stopped watching it um i think i moved and then like got rid of am didn't have amc yeah or sure but like um this show's fucking good okay. so it stars uh-huh. The guy who so it's it takes place on uh Navajo Reservation. Um, the main sheriff in the show is the, the guy from Westworld who played the the native guy from Westworld. Oh, yeah, and yeah. In, um he plays the cop in reservation dogs. Yep,
0: I know he's saying
1: something. So it it's really fucking good. So mm-hmm. if you haven't watched this, it's on AMC uh which is now you can watch it on Max too. So okay, you can just blow through it on Max. So check out Dark Winds.
0: All right, very good. Well, I'll just tell you this. I finished Lost, so that will be yeah, I, that's all I've been watching. So that is my pick of the pod. I'll have some new, fresh stuff for the next couple of weeks because, again, at we the got end... got
1: two weeks until we do that, right?
0: Yeah, end of September, yep. whatever it was. The 24th, I think, is yep. when Rossi can do it. So we have two more episodes, and then we have our Lost episode. So for anybody else out there that has never seen it, dive in. And if you have seen it and you want to give it a refresh, we're going to talk about it at length. There's a lot to discuss. Oh my God. There's
1: a, a lot to do yeah. there.
0: Uh, next week, I think, might be another open date, so we'll see how we are. We could always do Ahsoka at the halfway point, or we could figure out something else, uh, as it were. Uh, again, also hit us up on YouTube, where we stream these Sunday nights at 9. Just subscribe there, youtube.com slash Podcast. All right, Davey, great stuff, and just promise me one thing. You'll yeah. never do another rule.
1: I can't promise you that.